This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. With simple illustrations and solid scripture references, in these two days of study with Pastor Ray about checking our connections, we see clearly what he means by proper connections will always bring forth really good results in your life. Just as an electrical or electronic connection requires not only a powerful source to draw from and a solid connection to maximize the use of that source, so also must the spiritual connections we make during our lifetime be powerful, sure, and trustworthy if we are to achieve all that God has planned for us. In this message, Pastor carefully outlines the three most important connections every Christian needs to constantly check in order to ensure he is plugged into the most powerful source available. Let's now join Pastor and check our connections. The second connection that we're talking about today is your connection with your spiritual leader. Now, the Bible tells us, I'll give you a couple of verses and I'll give you a couple of practical things. Are you all good? Yes. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12, do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. So we need leaders who can lead us by example. In other words, one of the ways that you connect with a spiritual leader is you, you look for someone who has the promises of God operating and working in their life. Because the bottom line is if it's operating and working in his life and I listen and imitate what he's doing, it's going to work in my life because God is no respecter of persons. What he'll do for one, he'll do for the other. God doesn't do it for me because he likes me better than he likes you. He does it for me because I operate in faith. I, I have operated in faith from the day we started this church. People say to me, you know, I, I, someone asked me a while ago, said, well, can you give me the secret to your success? There's no secret. I don't, I don't know if there's, I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, I was dumbfounded when they asked me. I was trying to come up with something, you know, like, well, you work hard. It was like, no, nah, that's not right. Everything I am, everything I have, everything I've ever accomplished in my life has been just in faith and in trusting God. Now, I've had to do my part. I've had to work and work hard because God doesn't bless laziness. Let me say it again because some of you didn't get it. I don't like the amens that I got. I said, God does not bless laziness. You have to work. I mean, I had to work, work, work. You've got to find a leader who's got the word of God operating because the Bible said be imitators of those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises of God. I don't want to follow somebody who's poor, broke, barely can get by. Well, because why? Because you can't take me somewhere that you yourself are not enjoying or you're not at. Right. That's why, you know, I've always purposed to try to do my best and be my best and always strive for excellence, because I realize that if I can get myself and get this church to a level of excellence, then everybody who follows can also walk the same path and end up in the same place. But if I don't get there, how can you get there? If I don't prosper, how can you prosper? Your leader can only you can only go as far as your leader goes. 
So in selecting and, and connecting, making that connection with a leader, I want to be connected to somebody who's got the word of God and the promises of God operating in their life. I want to see the proof. And I am grateful. You see, that's another thing. We're not grateful for our spiritual leaders. They're more abused than they are appreciated. No, no, serious. You know, it's the truth because I've seen it. I've watched it. I've been the, you know, I, I, I've, you know, been the object of that, that kind of stuff too. But that's not what I'm talking about. I've just watched it over the years that, that most people try to cast off leadership, cast off submission to leaders. But yet God offers us this awesome relationship. He says, Paul says, um, the other, the verse that I wanted to give you, Paul says this in Philippians 4, 9, he says, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, speaking of himself, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. In other words, Paul is exhorting them, admonishing them to follow his example. I'm your leader. Do what I do. Practice what I teach you. Follow me as I follow Christ and the God of peace is going to be in your life. You're going to see the evidence of God's peace and God's hand and God's anointing upon your life because you're following the example set by the leader. Another, another word, another uh, in the same book of Philippians chapter three and verse 17, he says, he says, brethren, he says, uh, join in following my example. Join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern, a pattern to be copied, a pattern to be followed, a pattern to be duplicated. In other words, if you see it operating in my life, you do it because it's going to work for you just like it worked for me. So you see, your spiritual leader is really, really important. And yet people don't, don't understand it, don't really appreciate it. And maybe some of you just have never been taught this kind of thing. This is not man worship. This is not what we're, we're preaching. My God, any person that would try to exalt, any leader that would try to exalt himself above the throne of God, he's going to go down just like Satan went down. God's going to smack him down in a second. He's going to be brought so low. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about following the example, following the faith, following the pattern that's been laid down by a man or a woman of God who's called to be a spiritual leader like a pastor. And the pastor is the most common one because that's the one that relates to the church and the weekly uh, attendance and the weekly interaction with the congregation. So... So your, your connection to, to your man of God and to your pastor is of great, great importance. Let me just, um, let me give you a couple things and then we'll move along here um, that you need to consider and think about in your connection to your spiritual leader. Realize that first of all, you need a spiritual leader. Find a leader who's teaching and living the word. Find a leader that leads you to a better place. Find a leader whose example you can follow Watch him closely to see how God works in his life and how the anointing flows through him. You ought to do that if you're connected tightly to a leader. And then learn from his example. And then the last one is to follow his faith. Does that make sense to everybody? Because this is the way God has designed the system to work. And if you have a loose connection in that area, you're not going to have the best output in your life. I told a story of a man that I once knew who was very tightly connected um, to a church and to a pastor. And um, 
He, was, uh, he came out of, out of the world and he was working in full-time ministry and, and God was blessing him and the, the church that he was working for at that time was giving him a really good salary and he got a new car every two or three years and he had health benefits and he had all of these things going and people were admiring him for his gift. He was the assistant pastor to that pastor. And uh, lo and behold, time passed and, and this, uh, this young man just got a little belligerent and, and rose up against the pastor in a way and, and you know, said, well, like, you know, you got your thing, but I don't have my thing. And, and the pastor was like, well, what do you mean your thing? This is not my thing or your thing. This is God's thing that we're doing together. I've just been called to be the pastor. You've been called to assist. And so the young man got, uh, got belligerent about it and didn't like it and decided he was going to go off and do his own thing. And he disconnected from the spiritual leader that God had connected him to. He disconnected for the wrong reason. It wasn't the right reason. Now, obviously, along the course of a relationship with a pastor, just like every other relationship, you do change things. But there's a way that you do that. If God's joined something together, don't, don't destroy what God has done. Dear Jesus, you had everything going really great when you were connected. But you broke a connection that God put together. And, and now where are you? You're like that vine, you know, like the branch that's disconnected from the vine. And you, you're not going in. Now, dear God, I'm sure, I'm sure that that young man loved the Lord and continued to love the Lord and and, and hopefully, you know, I don't know how the story ends, but you see, there is a connection. There is a connection and it's a serious one. And if you don't check that connection and to be sure that that connection is a good connection, not a flesh connection, see, but a connection that's firm and, and, and proper. And, and that doesn't mean that your pastor becomes your boss. And in, in, in metals in your, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you receiving and drawing and putting into operation and to practice the teachings that he teaches. And you're following his example and you're, you're, you know that this is the man, this is the coach that God wants me to submit to because I want to get to a better place in my life and I need a coach like this. You see, so we've got to check that connection because if that connection is not good, the results are not going to be good because that's an important connection. Everybody understand that? All right, third, third connection, then we'll be done. Give me five or 10 minutes and I'll be done. Third connection is a very important one, is our connection to each other, to other believers. Now, this is really important because this, this talks about our friendships. And we've got to be very, very careful who we're connecting with. Because whatever your friends, you know, have are ultimately going to end up in you. Just like when we go back to the electrical outlet Whatever's the source, whatever in the source is going to end up in the appliance. Whatever in your friend, if you get that tightly connected, is going to end up in you. And you're going to be very much like your friends. So you want to be very, very careful that you select the correct kinds of friends, that you have friends that are godly and, and, and are, you know, are hungering for the Lord and are on the same page as you because connecting and staying too tightly connected to the wrong kinds of friends are going to bring very poor results in your life. And it's amazing to me how many good relationships have been ruined because of wrong connections. Wrong connections. They're tightly connected with the wrong connection or the wrong kinds of people, you see. And, and good relationships were destroyed because 
you know, somebody came in and, and they got connected and, you know, uh, they had offense in their heart, this person, or they had, you know, some sort of grudge or they had some sort of anger issue or they had something and they spewed it on this other person, this new friend. And this friend who was perfectly fine gets totally ruined, gets polluted because you start to believe what you hear and you become not only affected, but infected by someone else's hatred or, or, or anger or, or grievances or opinions. So the third kind of connection that we have to be very mindful of and check all the time is our connection to people. I don't know about you, but I want to be connected to people that are going to pour into my life only a good supply of good information that's God-sourced, that's found from the Word of God. See, again, it goes back to that issue of soul ties because there are a lot of relationships in the body of Christ that are all based on soul ties. It's just like, what you can do for me and what I'm going to do for you. And this is not spirit to spirit. See, See, people, when you're connected in the spirit, you don't even have to talk to each other. You don't even have to hang out together. You just kind of look at each other, give, give a wave, you know, like, and, and you know, you know, they know what you're thinking and you know what they're thinking. Come on, am I speaking to anybody? That's a spirit to spirit connection. And, and a true friendship, a true relationship that's birthed in, in, in good Christian behavior and in the word of God is going to be a, a relationship that's going to foster only good stuff. In other words, when your friend starts to get goofy, cranky and ugly, you're not going to sit there and let it spoil you. You're going to turn and say, hey, friend, el stupido, get over it. You're acting dumb. It was a time in my life I had a very close friend and um, we were we were really close and we fellowshiped together and we did all, went to conferences together. And he even came to the church a few times and preached. He was even on our board for a while. And um, I love the guy, but he got offended by our, pa- our pastor because something had happened that he did, misunderstood. And I don't know, it's just like when you get into misunderstandings and you get, let offense get into your heart, all of a sudden it ends up in, in, a, in a, just a, a, a mess. It's one of those webs that you weave that you, you, you can't get out of. And he got so ugly about it. And I just kept speaking truth to him because I don't let friends influence me for the bad. I let them influence me by the word of God and good. But when they're talking bad and they're talking ugly and they're talking, are you with me? I don't let that affect. I do not let that sway me. I listen. I'm smart enough and old enough to make my own decisions. I don't need some big mouth throwing their bucket of vomit on me. Am I speaking to anybody to try to persuade me to win me to their side? I'm big enough, old enough, spiritual enough and wise enough to know that I make my own decisions. Nobody makes my decisions for me. And this friend just kept on me and, you know, trying to get me to get on his side. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Just throwing little things and little daggers, trying to get me over to his side until finally I said, you know, I just told him the truth. And I said, you know, you're causing trouble. The Bible says that we're to seek peace and pursue it. And you're not seeking peace and pursuing it. You're actually causing trouble. And I said, friend, I can't be your friend anymore. And I actually asked him to step off the board and, and he did. And, and I, I haven't talked to him ever again because I can't have friends in my life that are going to poison me and pollute me. Because I realize how 
connectedness to people affects my life. I want to be connected to people that speak the word of God. I want to be connected to people who, who know how to pray, who, who know how to treat a friend like a friend, who can receive from a friend when a friend speaks and says, wait a minute, you know, you're right, you're right. I got to repent. I got to change that. Thank you for loving me enough and being honest enough. And then sometimes there are friends that just won't do it as much as, like I just said, with, with, with this friend, he, he just didn't want to do it. Never said it, wouldn't do it. So, I mean, it broke my heart because I truly love this family and love this friend so much, but I just couldn't take it anymore because it violated my conscience. And this, these, are, these are the principles you have to use in, in, in selecting and keeping friends in your life because this connection is one you've got to check all the time. It violated my conscience and I just couldn't, do, I, I just couldn't, couldn't handle that. I said, this is over. But I, I teach it this way. Listen, we're called to love everybody. But that doesn't mean we have to like what they do or even like them. Now, in this particular case, I not only love that man, I liked him. But I couldn't, I couldn't go on with him. The Bible says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? How can we be together if we don't agree? So it's very simple because people get very confused. If you have to separate from a bad connection... You want to get rid of all the bad connections in your life. You want good connections to have good output. So what you do is you, you love people, but this is why I say, I'm going to love you, but I'm going to love you from this side. You're going to stay on that side. I'm staying on this side. We'll give a wave to one another once in a while, but we're not going to walk together. You walk on your, your street and I'm going to walk on my street. And when we come across a cross block and I see you, hallelujah, that's it. And we keep on going. So I love you from a distance. But I continue to love you. In other words, I'm not going to talk about you. I'm not going to malign you or put you down or criticize you to other people or speak ill of you. When your name comes up, I'm just going to say, oh, yeah, he's a great guy, great person. That's it. I'm not going to tell my story a thousand times. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm just going to love you from a distance. But you have to be very, very careful with your friendships. Let me give you two verses. 13, Proverbs 13, 20. He who walks with wise men will be wise. But the companion of fools will be destroyed. Check your connections. Are you connected to wise people or to foolish people? If foolish behavior and foolish activity and foolish thought and unproductive things and evil things are coming out of that, then that's not a good connection. You got to check that connection. Anybody getting anything out of this? Got to check that connection. All right. So 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 says, do not be deceived Evil company corrupts good habits. So you may have all the good habits in the world, but you keep persisting with a bad connection. All right, not having a good connection. That's why you got to check this connection. It's going to corrupt. Evil company corrupts good behavior, good habits. You hang out with it long enough, it's going to start affecting you. Not only affecting, but infecting you. All right, so let me give you, uh, just quickly... I want to give you what I call the four pillars of a godly relationship and then some elements that pertain to these things. But four pillars of a godly relationship. Number one, it's love. Number two, it's trust. Number three, it's respect. And number four, it's understanding. I've got to love. I've got to trust. I've got to respect. And I have to understand my friend. That's the, those, those are the four things that underpin a healthy, godly relationship. If you don't have any of those going, if you have only one or two of those going, man, you got, you got, you got a building on, on only two stilts and the next wind that comes by is going to flip that building right upside down, right onto its side. So now some of the elements 
that we need to just talk about for a minute is that this relationship ought to be one that's God-centered and not flesh or worldly-centered. It's got to be centered in God and in spirit things. Number two, this relationship has got to be, there's got to be a commitment to spiritual growth of one another. We're committed to helping each other grow spiritually. And the way we do that, you ready? Because most people don't like this word, is confrontation. Did you all hear what I said? See, a lot of times we don't want to confront people because we don't want to hurt them. But you see, to be honest with you, if you let them continue the way they're going, the hurt's going to be far deeper because they're going to keep making those same mistakes over and over. I hope, I hope this is coming across. All right. So, so let's, get, let's get through this list. Commitment to the spiritual growth of one another. I want people going to help me grow spiritually. I want to talk God talk, not stupid talk, not rebellious talk. I want to talk God talk. All right. So then the other thing is that another um, element of a godly relationship is mutually beneficial relationship. In other words, it's a give and take relationship. You're not always the giver and you're not always the taker. Because I've been in relationships where it's all been take, 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 take. All they do is they take, take, take from you. They never give anything back. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That's a lopsided relationship. All right, is this helping anybody? All right, number one, two, three, four. Number four, this person does not cause you to violate your conscience. They don't maneuver you into doing things that you don't want to do or violate your conscience. If it makes you feel kind of weird on the inside, obey that's the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you, warning, warning, warning. There's something wrong here. Be careful. Be mindful. You got to check your connections. The next one. This person does not manipulate you through anger, guilt, or favors, but motivates through love. It's not about what I can do for you or you can do for me. It's about just loving each other and being friends. And I'm not looking for anything from anybody. I don't have a friend because I need them to do something for me. Some people have friends for that purpose and that purpose alone. They manipulate them into doing all kinds of things and to their benefit. That's not a friend. That's a user. That's somebody that uses people. That's not a friend. True friend doesn't seek anything but to be a friend, to be a comfort, to edify, to be a companion. So the last one, and it will be finished right here. This person does not expect anything from you that they are not willing to give themselves. So they don't, they don't ask you to do anything. In other words, you know, if, if they're asking you to drive them around, you know, because they don't have a car this particular week, then they're not going to ask you to do that if they're not willing to do the same thing for you should that same situation arise or some other need that you might have in your life. But sometimes you get in relationships, all they want to do is ask and take, Right? So, so these, are, these are the three areas where we need to check our connections. We need to check our connections with the Lord, check our connections with our spiritual leader, and check our connections with other believers and our friends to be sure that these are all properly connected and they are working in a scriptural way because remember what I said in the beginning, proper connections, good connections will bring really good results into your life. Come on, let's stand together. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.